Hello everyone, this is Katie, and you are listening to How to Play with Your Kids and What to Expect. Hello! I'm back from being disheveled and tired and a little cranky. (laughs) So I'm in it to win it today! Today we are going to talk about communication and how to talk to your kids. There are several books about it, Um, a couple that I've read actually. Um, and in all the years I've been a parent, it's going on 13, I guess, um, all I've ever learned and what I've realized is none of that shit matters and all you have to do is talk to them like they're normal human beings that speak your language. Um, and so we're going to talk about that today. Um, and there's a couple of different scenarios that I want to go over and how different they would be today, or I guess how different they are today than they were previously. So, for example, um, my kids... Literally break everything. So, my kids literally break everything. They don't mean to. They're giants. They're super strong. My husband is hella freakishly strong for some reason. Um, So, they break everything. So, in the beginning, um, for example, one of my sons walked into our house. um, The very first time that we had all ever been into this new house. We were moving in. He goes to turn on the water just to wash his hands, innocent as ever. And pulls the entire faucet and everything right out of the damn sink. I mean, like it was never cocked in there. The whole damn thing came. Um, so it's these times when that I'm talking about, right? This moment right here where back in the day, and I'm so sure, so sure. I don't even remember what happened. I just remember him breaking that because it was insane. But back in the day it would look more like something like what the hell is wrong with you god damn it we can't keep anything nice in this fucking shit you guys are too rough on everything i can't believe this you know whatever blah 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 blah. we could all go down that road forever because because that frustration is fucking real man also yes we were renting no that was not our forever house no i didn't want to fix that right i mean all of this stuff this is an unforeseen expense this is blah 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 we're going to have to get a plumber to do it. We're going to have to get maintenance over here. We've barely even got anything in the fucking house. So now I can't cook dinner or whatever else, etc. So again, my adult brain can just add a million different reasons why that was so, so hella annoying that he did that. Um, but I'd like to take you into the child's brain. So... Okay, you're telling me that if you walked into a brand new house with your parents and you pulled the faucet off, you wouldn't automatically already feel like shit? Um, And then the person screaming at you and yelling at you like you're a failure, like you've done something totally wrong, that's going to be real cool, right? You're just going to fucking love that. I mean, you're definitely going to learn your lesson. And what was your lesson? Don't wash your hands. I mean, so it can get very, very, very confusing. Um, And that's the kind of shit that happened to me when I was a kid. This is not about Katie's bullshit. But I do have experience in this to tell you that in the end, the only thing your kid is going to end up thinking is, what an overreaction, you're an asshole, or they're going to internalize it and feel like they're a failure and a loser. Situations that we don't want to happen at all, obviously. 
now, now, poor Gage, I don't know what his trauma is from that situation. We'll have to, we'll have to go buy ice cream and talk about it. <laughs> but, um, now if something like that happened, I would just tell him there wouldn't be any, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm so sick and tired of this bullshit. I can't believe you fucking kids, your animals, whatever, would come out. Because that's what naturally flies out. I'm going to be 100% honest. My mom is not fucking nice, dude. She's real nice. I mean, everybody loves her. But as soon as the curtain closes and she's alone, she's a fucking maniac. So um, the thing that, that just falls out of me is <laughs> fucking maniac. <laughs> so, um... Now it would look more like something like, oh, 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 no. Oh, I can't. wow, that's unexpected. Holy crap. Uh, and then when the kid backs up and, and probably says sorry. And, and in this case, it's Gage, so I know that he's very, very sorry. But I do have some other kids that don't apologize. They never say sorry because they don't even fucking know what's going on. They just panic and turn into weirdos and just freeze. Um, and that's okay too. So if your kid does that, that's okay too. Don't expect, I have some very, very, very precocious little ones that love to talk and love to interact. And I have other little ones that if they lived in a pod all alone by themselves would be the happiest people in the world. So, um, depending on your child, it's going to go differently. But with Gage now, um, even if he was, I think back then he was like seven. So even if I had a seven year old, um, I would have done it totally differently. And I would have said something like, well, um, what happened? Can you walk me through what happened? Um, and that can make a huge difference too, because 90% of the time beforehand, I didn't even ask. I assumed I knew. I assumed it was that fucking rough housing you're always doing around here. God damn it. You know, whatever. You assume that you knew what it was because, I mean, in quite in all honesty, because they do, because they were wrestling before or because they were whatever. But every single individual situation is different. Every single individual situation brings its own set of circumstances. So ask number one. Now, now when I walk in a room and I see some bull fuckery, I just ask, um, and I'll give you, I'll just make up a damn number. I would say probably 75% of the time I was not correct in what I thought was going on. Um, and that's been a real eye opener for me. So, so if you want, I would recommend just saying what happened. Can you please walk me through it? Start from the beginning. Um, and sometimes you'll have to keep coaxing them because they can't tell stories and the younger they are, the more they're going to stutter or, or blame it on a monkey that came in out of nowhere from the window and started fighting with a lion and totally broke all the toys. So, um, (laughs) that makes me think of my sweet little Maggie. One time she, um, said a lion came in and ripped up her book. So that's where I got the idea. (laughs) Um. But whatever they come up with, you can then, in the time that it takes them to even just tell you the story, you can be calming the fuck down. Calm down. There's nothing in that house more important than the mental welfare of the children. And so because I'm a little bit of a hypocrite, I want to let you know that there was a time, I've been cyclical, there was a time when I first started hanging out with my kids and I was their stepmom and I was like, 
fuck yeah. And they would break things in my house and I would be like, it's okay, baby. You're so much more important to me than this little vase, obviously. Um, and then there was a time, let's clean it, you know, I'm sorry, let's go back to being nice because I want to do nice more because it feels nice. Um, and I used to take pride in myself, like, oh, I tell the kids they're more important than my stuff. You know, and I used to probably try to make people feel like shit because old Katie was kind of a dick. And new Katie's kind of a dick. And Katie's kind of a dick. So, you know what? Hey, it's be like that sometimes. Um, so then there was another time where I had too many fucking kids and now I had one genetically of my own so they'll just piss you off you know so it's a totally different scenario and in that case they would come and that's where you'd hear that are you fucking kidding me I've told you guys 10 fucking times not to throw that goddamn ball in this house but no matter what I say don't nobody fucking listen to me you know so there was that Katie that Katie existed she existed for 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 at least three years of my life and marriage, um, regrettably. So, um, if you think that I'm judging, please do not, please do not, please do not. Um, now I take more of the stance that there's nothing in my house more important than kids. I also in, and I, I want to put this in parentheses for you. I also am not super dumb and my wedding shit, my wedding cups, my bouquet, anything that I deem perfect. Um, a, a teacup my cousin Drew made for me a long time ago. These are my prized possessions. Um, those are not out and about. So if you've got something like that, I know you think, oh, it's my house. I'm an adult. I should be able to have my shit. But you can't. So if you want it good, don't put that shit out. There'll be, there'll be time for that later. But if you don't want it to get broken, put that shit away. Put that shit away. Because the second you walk out to the store, they're going to throw the football in the living room. Or the second you go down into the basement, someone's going to spill that goddamn juice you told them not to spill. Uh, it's all going to happen. Don't put out your good blankets. Don't put out your... Um, one of my friends has her grandma's china in her front room. Completely put away. I want to... So, I, completely put away in a giant place. There is a place for it. It's a beautiful cabinet and she is very clear every time kids come over, don't go in that goddamn room. She's nice. She doesn't say that. I'm a terrible person. This is how I talk. But she'll say very clearly, hey, we don't go in here. We don't go in there. You know, my grandma's stuff. This is important to me. That's clear. That's clear. That's clarity. Kids love that. So that if they do go in that room now, and if they do break that thing now, you are so justified in your, are you fucking kidding me? I fucking told you not to. Because sometimes they got to be like that girl. They just don't be listening, okay? You fucking running in the house. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not kidding, but I am being silly and exaggerating. Um, so that is my pro tip is if you don't want it broken, put that shit away. If you don't want it lost, put that shit away. Um... Don't let them run your house like they're gremlins by any means. But do understand that if you were a kid... I don't know about you, but when my mom used to leave, I used to stand on the arm of the couch and just do trust falls over and over and over and over and over again. That was my shit. And do you know what? Every other time I would slam my goddamn head on the other arm because I'm an idiot. And I wouldn't pay attention. So today, if I saw... 
Hank or someone, I'm just going to say Hank because that totally sounds like a Hank thing because we're the same. Um, if I saw Hank doing that, I'd immediately start saying all of the negative things that could happen. I would immediately start talking about, that's my nice couch, don't do that. Or you're going to break this one thing, don't do that. You're going to hit your head, don't do that. Magne or You're going to spill my coffee, I'm on the other side, don't do that. Whatever I would say, I would just completely be negative and I would just shoot him down constantly. So... I guess my point there was, I'm sorry, some guy got out of his car, you guys, and just stared at me. It made me so feel so weird. I was like, ah, what? <laughs> Anyways, my point is, they are children, and you are not anymore. So what seems like the most wonderful thing in the world to a child is the most annoying shit you can think of. But they don't care about your couch. They don't care how much you paid. They don't care about any of that stuff. If you want them to care, you have to be very, very clear about your feelings, your intentions, how much things cost, what you'll have to do to fix it. And eventually, I swear to God, they will become reasonable people. And they start making decisions based on that information because you are literally filling their heads with the thoughts that they will think later on in life. And, um, I recorded two of this episode already. And so I can't remember if I already said this. I'm so sorry, but, um, I'm only ever alone in the fucking car. So I'm here to pick up my husband from the airport and his flight's been delayed. So I'm in a parking lot. I tried to record this episode driving on the highway in DC, but I thought I was going to get straight killed. Um, so I, so I had to undo it. Um, but so uh, forgive me if I've told this this story before, but children, we usually, um, sorry, my fucking phone. Okay. Um, so with, with children, when we first get them, we say things like, don't do that. We don't do that. Put that down. Don't, don't eat that. Don't lick that. We don't play with poop. Um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or worse, um, we say things like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Or try to punish the child. So, back in the day, I used to have like a timeout area um, at, the, at the base of my stairs. And every single time one of the kids did something totally outrageous, I would react to them. Um, and that's what we're doing. We're reacting. Same thing they're doing. But, um, so for example, if a toddler said something like, no, I hate you. Um, I would have said, oh my goodness. And reacted so dramatically or said something like, we don't talk to people like that. That is not okay. Or worse, if it was in public, I would try so desperately hard to impress or show my control over my child by trying to to contain the scenario or control them I guess I, I mean I don't really have another of way of saying it because you want them to behave you want them to not embarrass you you want them to not um you know cause this massive scene and make everyone second guess your parenting skills blah 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 but then you get older or you have more kids or you're smarter than me and you got it from the get-go. <laughs> but instead of doing that, um, now I do something else. And I put those thoughts 
that I want my kids to think into their brain, instead of reacting to the way that they're acting, I make them hear the way that I'm reacting. And so all of that sounds very weird. So let's run through a scenario. Um, say your kid is at the library, okay? And we're tired. We're hungry. You know damn well you didn't give them a snack because you're racing from the post office or wherever you were before and you're trying to shove in this fun activity for them. Instead, they're not appreciating this fun activity. They're not having a good time. They're screaming. They're fighting you at every turn. Um, maybe they peed their pants. Maybe, I, you know, I don't know. Let's just pretend this entire thing is getting totally out of control now. You forgot your library card and the librarian's a judgmental bitch. And now your baby is crying down at your feet or your toddler and they're licking books or throwing them or whatever. And you just can't take this shit anymore. You just can't fucking take it anymore this whole goddamn day. And you're about to explode. Now... I've been in that scenario a hundred times. I'm sure you have already, no matter how old your kid is, because it's what happens when it comes to parenting. We have these moments of just pure boredom and then everything will drop all at the exact same fucking time. And it will drop in front of someone or in public just to make you feel humiliated and totally out of control. Now, back in the day, these stays would be ruined for me. Um, somebody would end up in timeout. Somebody would end up with something lost. I definitely would punish them. I would definitely take all of the humiliation that I was feeling because it was a public scenario and all of the anxiety and all of the pressure of the eyes on me. And I would go ahead and turn that around and make it all their fault. And I would blame them. And I would say, you know, I can't believe they acted this way. I'm a good mom or whatever else. It was always their fault. Now... In that scenario, I would act completely different. You wouldn't even be able to recognize me. Now when I go out, I don't give two shits about who's watching. I really don't. Because on this side of all of that, I have the ability to see, right? You know, um, fuck, what's that saying? Uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So I'm not judging. Um, but from this seat, I can see all of the things that I've done wrong. And um, one of those things was caring. Was caring about the, li- the lady in the library. And I can see how many days I have ruined with my shitty attitude. I can see now clearly how many library trips weren't wonderful and the memories weren't good. Um, Or how many times we went to a festival and, well, hashtag, I'm really fun at festivals, so whatever. But how many times have we gone out that I ruined the entire day um, because I was just putting priorities in the wrong order? Um, So now if I go to the library and the kid is starting to lose it and whatever else, I also understand... Number one, the librarian. Let's just pick on the librarian because I love the library. The librarian is at fucking work. Number one. So you know what that tells... What, what, you, what you should hear from that is that she is being paid to sit there. Okay? So whatever happens, she's not going anywhere. She's just kind of fucking stuck there for the whole entire day. So you don't have to rush through what you're doing in order to get out of there. You're not inconveniencing her. This is not a voluntary position. She's at work. So number one, take your pressure off of trying to make the other adults day at their job pleasant. That's not your fucking, that's not your responsibility, okay? 
Number two, first thing I would do is if this exact scenario was happening to me right now, I can literally feel it. I can feel the anxiety, the anxiety of like a child trying to, first of all, I only wear skirts. And, um, so my kids will try to fucking pull them down and they don't mean to, but they're yanking on them like mom, mom, mom. Um, so let's pretend my skirt is being pulled down. I'm trying to hold it up. I'm trying to talk to this lady. She's literally not noticing. Let's pretend she's not even noticing what's going on. And she just keeps trying to explain to me this royalty program or some bullshit I don't care about. Um, at that point in time, I would literally stop talking to the adult. I would immediately just be like, excuse me. I'm sorry. We're having trouble. I would put everything down, everything down. Just put everything down. Put your wallet in your fucking purse. Put everything away. Say, excuse me, I'll be right back. Get the fuck out of the way so someone else can um, check out. And I would pick my kid up and I would go to the bathroom and I would shut the door. And I would wait. And I would let that kid freak the fuck out. Because they're probably hungry. I knew that. I didn't do anything about it. He's probably too tired. I knew that. I probably didn't do anything about it. Uh, This entire scenario is boring. It's super boring. I don't even want to do it. That's why I'm a little pissy etc etc so I would take a minute to lock us in the bathroom let that baby or me because sometimes the kid is just happy as a clam just sucking on the fucking toilet paper roll in a public bathroom and you're like freaking out stay with me baby it's okay it's all right but in a bathroom in a closet in a quiet room in your car anywhere that you can be in total silence go there go into a corner of the room put your kid in the corner and put your back to everybody else and don't look at them they're not even there mentally mentally take everyone else away and it's just you and your dude you and your baby you and your girl then when you're calm or when the first thing comes to your mind that makes sense instead of a cuss word if you're me (laughs) lean down And say the truth because it's in these scenarios where what you say now is going to program this human being just like a computer for the rest of their lives. It's important and we let all of these tiny things pass and then wonder why the entire picture that comes out is a fucked up individual. It's because each individual fire we have to put out right then or it's going to go on. So in this scenario, I'd probably say something like, hey, when they're calm, because again, you can't talk to a drunk person and toddlers are definitely drunk people. So don't, don't talk to anyone when they're screaming, but, um, you could try, my favorite is redirection. So my favorite would be, oh, I think I'm going to go pee while we're in here. Don't tell anyone you can hear my pee. Wait for it. Wait for it. You know, try to make a game out of whatever I was doing. Um, like, Ooh, this isn't our sink. Do you think I should turn the water on? Make something in the bathroom naughty. Anything. Kids love naughty shit. Do you want to take some of this toilet paper off for me? And maybe we can count the squares. Whatever it is. I don't care what your weird kid is into. Find something fun. Then when you've got them where you want them, that's when you say something like, okay, this is a library. So number one, we have to be quiet. And we were not being quiet when we went out there. Number two... I don't want to be here either. I think it's really boring. I'm also really hungry. I'm also really tired and I'm also really cranky. So I understand how you would feel all of those things. Um, but I just need to do this one thing 
And then if we do it really well and you can stay really quiet and just stand beside me, if we can do all those things together and help me carry the books out when we get home, I promise to read that favorite, your favorite book to you or watch that favorite show they've been asking or whatever it is they want, whatever it is they want, go for a walk, kick a ball, eat some fruit snacks. I don't really give a shit what you use, but this helps everyone. So now your child has an opportunity, no matter how small, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I don't care how old they are. Sometimes I have to have this fucking talk with my husband, you guys. Sometimes he has to have this talk with me. So <clears throat> whatever it is, you've now put into your child's head all of the information required to make a decision. You've given them why you feel this way, what you need, and how you're going to reward them if they help you. Because nothing is for free. So, bribing, etc. People will try to talk shit about bribing your kids. And yes, bribing your kids is not great. But at the same time, okay, well, you want them to do some shit for you. You better fucking have a backup. What, what, what are you going to do for them? They're not your slaves. So, anyone so sidetracked? Sorry. Okay. So, now when we leave the bathroom... We can talk about while we wash our hands or while we get some water or whatever you've all decided on how to redirect and start over. Once, once you're engaged in that activity, you can say things like, okay, what are we going to do when we go to the counter? Okay, are you going to be quiet when we go to the counter or are you going to cry and talk? Okay, quiet. Yes, you're right. Good job. Good remembering. Oh my gosh, you're so good at helping. Then when you get out there, do not apologize to anyone for your baby. Don't do it. You can say, you can apologize for yourself. You can say, I'm sorry that we had to uh, redirect a little and, and we're back now. But don't embarrass your child and don't put it on your child. Because it's not your child's fault. Then, and this is what I mean by programming them with the exact thoughts that you want them to have later. This is how something like this will turn out, right? You go home. You've had a full day. Whatever. While you run around. Whatever. You're running around like a crazy person, okay? Later, husband's going to come home. Son's going to come home. Daughter's going to come home. Grandma's going to come over. Doesn't fucking matter. And then you will get to hear that clear, beautiful thought that you planted inside of your child's head come back out. For example, some dad comes home and he says, oh my gosh, library books? Cool. Did you go to the library and did you pay that fine? And then this is your moment to be quiet. Be quiet. And let your kid talk. Say, oh, uh, Landon, did we go to the library? And then Landon will say something bananas. Landon will then turn around and say, yes, we went to the library. And he'll blow your mind by saying something like, when we're at the library, we can't talk when we're talking to the people when we check out. And we have to get our books and we have to be quiet. And you're not allowed to do this and you're not allowed to do that. Because ultimately, they just want to understand what's going on. Every single scenario, they have no fucking idea. They have no idea. It would be like if you were just brought to a new, new place with new rules every single day 
And then someone yelled at you because you didn't know those rules and you didn't follow them. So now they have context. Now Landon, our hypothetical Landon here, has context. Now Landon knows what he can and can't do in the library. Now Landon knows that no matter how bad he behaves, you're not going to continue. You're going to stop everything and redirect because we're not going to behave that way. It's just not an acceptable way to behave. Um, like I, I have pulled so many goddamn kids out of places screaming and kicking and crying. I don't care. Um, and I want you to know if I see you pulling a kid kicking and screaming out of nowhere, I don't care. I'm good, baby. Do it. I'm not even going to look. I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to say a goddamn thing because I don't know what your day is like and I don't know what your kid is doing. So, um, I, I really hope everyone else does the same. Leave, leave the mamas alone. It's stressful, but mm, unless you're going to help, shut the fuck up and no telling them how to do it is not helping. Um, but holding a baby bag or something while they cry is helping. So <laughs> that is helping. And if you've got a lollipop in your pocket, don't you dare give it to that kid until they stop that goddamn crying. I hate when people, Ugh, that's a whole nother thing, but don't give my kids something when they're acting like an asshole in public because I don't want to reward them. Anyway, we don't need to go down there. Um, another example of this, well, there's, there's every day now I have an example of this because, um, my little preschooler is just such a little wonderful baby, um, because I'm not trying to attack him all the goddamn time. Um, (laughs) hashtag sorry, other kids, I'm getting it. I'm slow, but I'll get it. Um, but now every day I see an example of this. Magnus sees something and I tell him all about it, right? You see, um, another example of just telling them the truth. Just tell them the truth. Uh, oh, what happened to this bee? Oh, looks like a bird ate it. Birds love to eat bees. Was the bee dead? Yes, the bee is definitely dead. Ah, dead is cool. I'm gonna smush it. I'm gonna murder it. I'm gonna kill it. Um, those, okay, well, now we have to talk about murder, death, killing, and, and why birds eat bees, right? Um we have to talk about it. I have to talk about now how it's not funny to say that. And why is it not funny to say that? It's not funny to say that because some people's grandmas die. Some people's daddies die. Some people's whatever die. So if we joke about it, it could hurt someone's feelings. And we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings by accident. Um, and then two hours later when Hank comes in the house and says, I'm going to kill you or whatever, because he's wrestling or playing. Then I immediately get to hear the toddler turn around and and say exactly the thoughts that I put into his head earlier. We don't joke about um, dying as dying is not funny because people's daddies and mommies die and that's hurtful and blah, blah, blah. So you get to see this immediate turnaround of... It sounds messed up when you say giving them the thoughts that they're going to think, but it's exactly what the hell's going on. You're literally programming this child to think the things that they will think. Um, and so now when my kid thinks of death, for example, I don't even, this isn't even a true story. So just so everyone knows, um, but just for the sake of, of being open and honest, it's not a true story. I'm making it up. Um, so now when something comes up, Magnus will have the thoughts in his head that I put in there that I was comfortable with that I wanted him to know. Um, whereas if I'd have just said, God, what is wrong with you? That's so messed up or whatever else. Now I've just given him like this really intense reaction to something that's really not that big of a deal. I mean, a lot of things die, just calm down. Um, and so now it's really scary and it's really interesting. And he wants to know all about this now and what is death. And now we're just going to keep saying dead, dead, dead. Cause we're getting a very serious rise out of mommy. 
um, et cetera, et cetera. And I could give you 4 million examples of that. Um, but really what I just want you to know is what you want them to have in their brain, they, you have to say to them, you have to be clear. If you want them to think to themselves, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then go ahead and say that because they will. Um, but if you want them to think, oh, that's a totally normal part of my body. It's totally okay that my penis is different than my friend's penis. All penises are different. They'll just think that they'll just, they'll believe you because, well, in that case, that's really true. And, and that is a real true story. Cause when I was a preschool teacher, we had half the class was circumcised, half the class wasn't. So as you can imagine, the half of the class that wasn't was very interested in how everyone else's penises got that way. Um, and this was, there were baby, baby, babies. So nobody freak out. Um, cause they were running, they would get naked, um, against your wishes. If they, if there was water outside or something fun and messy to do, that's just what kids do. They just, just drop a trowel. Um, but anyways, my point is, um, in those, in those times, if you freak out, let's pretend the penis thing happens because that's real. Dudes love to take those things out. Holy crap. They really like them. Whoa. They're in love. Um, <laughs> I bet they wish women cared as much, but we do not. <laughs> anyway, so little boys, they pull their wieners out all the time. Um, Hank pulled his wiener out all the time. Magnus pulls his wiener out all the time. For Hank, I would freak the fuck out and make it this huge taboo thing. And it's dirty and it's not acceptable because I was embarrassed. And I thought that reflected badly on me. I'm a selfish asshole. But then later, um, now when Magnus pulls his penis out, we have to talk about how, oh my gosh, yes, uh, I know that you think it's super funny and penises are super new to you and that's really great. But also if you keep pulling it out, you're going to get in some trouble because people do not like that. It's not appropriate and it makes some people uncomfortable. Um, and so now Magnus has all of the information. He'll repeat that information. That information is sound. That information is mature. That information makes sense. Um, and he won't have some horrible um, problem and be afraid of his penis or whatever else. Anyways, um, we don't need to talk about ugh, so much penis at my house, you guys. It's fucking ridiculous. Boys, 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 boys. Anyways, but what we're not doing is traumatizing them, aggressively jumping at them. We're just being clear um, and unemotional. Just um, unemotionally tell them, like, I'm sorry. And if they say, Why? You know, sometimes you got to Google, man, because it's okay not to know. So just because you're the, the adult, just because you're the parent, that doesn't mean you have to be in total control of everything. In fact, I would say that the, the majority of problems that I see are adults just grasping and trying to force control. If you go with the flow and, you're, and you honestly, to the best of your knowledge, address their concerns, their questions, and their behavior... The, the benefits that you see are just, I, I mean, I, it, it could make me cry just talking about it. Watching these brilliant little minds deduce things and make adult decisions and, and think maturely in a way that I couldn't comprehend or do until I was in my fucking thirties and I'm still, you guys, I don't even fucking know what I'm doing. I don't even fucking know what I'm doing still. But my kid, but I do know that now my children at such an early age, have all of the tools that I didn't. And that makes me feel good. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do here. So today's lesson, just tell them, just fucking tell them. 
Is your Nana kind of a bitch? Okay, well, you know what? You're going to have to take your kid aside and be like, I'm really sorry, Nana, hurt your feelings. Nana's not a really nice person. She's got, like, a lot of feelings. And she's got a lot of stuff going on. But you know what? We still care about her. Um, and as a mom, I happen to know that Nana's got a lot of things going on that are kind of confusing and kind of stressful. Um, and so I know that it's not really nice when she snaps at us like that. But I do kind of want us to understand that it's because she's hurting and because she's sad. Um, and it really has nothing to do with you. And if it continues and Nana keeps making you feel uncomfortable or unhappy, then we won't have to hang out with Nana anymore. But I do know that Nana might need some hugs. And when she starts to act like this, she might need us to be a little bit more patient and kind. But I hear you. And it's not okay that your feelings were hurt. And it's not okay that she said those things. And if you want to help me talk to Nana, we can do that. Because we don't want that to happen. But also, maybe we just have a little bit of understanding. So what happens in this scenario is, number one, don't hang out with your Nana if she's a bitch, because fuck her. But also, like, you know, if, if, if Papa died or something and she's dealing with some shit, she's dealing with some shit. Just be honest. Just tell them. Just be honest. Um, now, you may want to be very, very careful. Also, sidebar, because they will fucking tell Nana what you said. <laughs> so don't call her a bitch. Because <laughs> that's where, <laughs> that's where we get into some problems. Um, especially if it's not your mom, but it's your husband's mom, you're totally fucked. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, anyways, but when we tell them other people have feelings, we are helping them to see other people exist. We are helping them to, again, think those, think those mature thoughts instead of just on, uh, instead of just automatically attacking someone or, or making them the problem. Um, I have to go now, you guys, because I am going to pee my pants if I do not get into the airport. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm pretty far from the airport. And if I have to park, I'm not going to make it. So, hashtag mom problems. So, for this, I was going to say week, but y'all know I can't keep a god dang schedule. So, <laughs> it might be a month. I don't know. Um... But our new lesson is just tell them. So practice just talking to them. Just talk to them. Don't use any don't use any baby words. Just tell them very clearly exactly why. And you know what ends up happening to me half the time is that they just stop listening to me because I'm talking too much. And let me tell you, that can really fucking help you. Because when you distract them now and they're not even thinking about that one thing that was pissing them off, you have an opportunity to now manipulate the situation for your benefit and you can um, redirect them. Yeah. Cause they're not paying attention. Now they just stop listening to you and start doing something else. Win, 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 win. Now you don't have to have this conversation and they're not being annoying. So, um, even if they find you boring, you're nailing it. You're nailing it. Just tell them, just talk to them. Um, and even sometimes when you think they're not listening, uh, they will really surprise you by later telling someone what you told them. So, um, always stay the course, always do what's right. Even when it's the worst possible thing to do, try to always follow that course because human beings and their souls matter. And if you're going to bring one into the world, you really shouldn't fuck it up. <laughs> it's pretty serious because you know what? Your kid's going to be an adult later beside me and beside everyone else. And uh, we want what's best for them. I do. I know you do um, because you're listening to this. Okay. I love you. Bye.